everybody and welcome back to The Basic Witch, episode 3. For those of you joining us for the first time, my name is Cassie and I am your host. Today we're going to be talking about the different types of witches and witchcraft and how to pick your path. So before we start, I do want to reiterate that it's really important that you not rush and feel like you have to just dive right in, pick a path, and stick to it. If you want to dive into a path, that's great, but... If you're not comfortable with it, or you find out as you're going that it's not really your thing and another path suits you better, by all means, switch. You do not have to set anything in concrete. Nothing has to be carved in stone today, tomorrow, next week, any freaking day for that matter. Do whatever the hell you want to do. Do not feel like you have to um, stick with whatever path you just dive right into. Take your time, feel them out, do a little research for yourself um, after you, you know, get drawn to one and find out more about it before you fully dive into it. So, um, we're going to talk about just a few of the many, many different types of uh, witches and witchcraft. If you Google types of witchcraft, you're going to come up with 101 different types and different names and it's going to take you just down this rabbit hole of all kinds of shit and it can be really overwhelming so I want to keep it really simple and we're going to talk about just kind of like the most common ones and if none of these suit you then let me know and I will help you find the information you need um, to find the right path for you so And you can email me anytime at thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. I did just start a Facebook group too called The Basic Witch. It is going to um, take me a little bit of time to get that up and going. I've been working on so many different projects here at the house. Um, If you're listening to this in the future, it is May of 2020. The pandemic is still happening. Um, Some states are still having like a quarantine shelter in place situation. Some people are back to work, some are not. I lost my job, so I am home. And I am catching up on all the things that I've been wanting to do for years. So, um, yeah, it's been quite insane. My husband and I are actually painting our house right now, and oh my god. It was a great idea in theory, but actually doing it is a whole nother story. But it's really cool because it was white, and now it's like gray and black. It's kind of witchy. It's really cool. But anyway, (laughs) back to the podcast. Okay, so please just don't rush. Don't feel like, um, you know, you have to dive right into something today. And if you do decide you want to, if you feel strong about it, don't feel like you have to stay in that path if that's not what you want. Take your time. Really understand each practice before you, like, just devote your whole life to it. Because it may not be for you. So, it's really important that you feel really good about the path you choose. And like I've said over and over, you could change your mind a hundred times and nobody's going to judge you. Well, let me take that back. Somebody in this world will judge you because the world's full of assholes. But I'm not going to judge you and most witches aren't going to judge you. So don't feel like you have to just stick with it because that's the one you chose. So, excuse me. And it's definitely okay to change your mind and change your path many times. Um, When I first got into this, I really thought Wicca was my thing. I really thought that's what I wanted to do, and I realized, um, into it, it's not. 
I'd already bought several books and um, studied a lot about it and was trying to find a coven in my area and everything before I realized it just was not my thing. So don't feel like you have to just stick to whatever. Keep an open mind and I'll test them all out. Be every kind of witch for a little bit just to see which one you feel works better for you. So, like I said, there are a lot of different choices um, out there. We're going to talk about a few of the basics and more common paths that you can go down. Okay, so there are eight types I want to talk about today. The first off is Wicca and Wiccan. Um, it is more of a full-on religion but we'll talk about that here in a second. Then we're going to talk about sea witches, kitchen witches, dianic, elemental, green, solitary, and eclectic. Um, I'm going to save eclectic for last because that's my thing. It may not be your thing, but you'll you'll understand here in a little bit why I'm saving that for last. So, Okay, before we dive right into each one, um, I just want to say there are a lot of similarities between all the practices, but there are also a lot of differences too. And I'm just giving you the basic info for each one because I don't want to overwhelm you with like, you know, five chapters on each type here because we'd just be sitting here forever and a day and you would just be bored and probably go ahead and skip to another episode because they just all sound really similar after a while. So I'm going to hit you with some highlights for each one. Um, like I said, we're going to start with Wiccan, Wiccan, and it is more of a full religion. Um, there are a lot of rules. It's very structured. Now, I know you've heard me say over and over again that there's no wrong way to be a witch. There's no wrong way to do witchcraft. When it comes to Wicca, they have a lot of rules. So, technically, yes, you can be wrong doing it your way if you go down the Wicca, Wiccan path. But if that's your thing, that's your thing. It is what it is. So, um, I do like things structured. I don't necessarily like my witchcraft structured, of course. The biggest turn for me, um, as I stated earlier, I went down the Wicca, Wiccan path. And I just, I'm atheist, as we've talked about before. So, the whole concept of getting behind, um, the God is the sun and the goddess of the moon was just not my thing. I really thought, you know, I could kind of deal with it and get myself there because the rest of it sounded really awesome, but it just, I wasn't. I do believe there is something out there. I do believe the universe is full of energy and there's something, I just don't know what it is yet. So can't really just dive right into whole, believe in, you know, this whole other God and goddess. I just don't know. So, um, with Wicca, there are many different subgroups when it comes to the Wiccan tradition and religion. Two of the more popular ones are Gardnerian and Alexandrian. Now, the uh, Gardnerian is named after Gerald Gardner, who actually is um, responsible for the popularization of witchcraft today and the Wiccan religion. Back in the 1950s, he wrote a book about everything, and he started this whole practice. Um, There's some really great information on him if you really want to do a deep dive and um, find out the beginning of all of this. Uh, He was very secretive about, he wanted it to be kept a secret, he wanted it to be special, but he also wanted to be famous. So, he wrote the book and kind of was like, hey, 
We have a secret society, but I want to tell you all about it. So, um, a lot of people are divided. Some people think he was a dick, and other people think he was a god. So, that's a choice you're going to make on your own. I'm not going to state my opinion on that, because I really don't have a full-blown opinion. I just, I have not done my full research on it. Just because it didn't draw myself. It didn't draw me to it, so. But again... That's your thing. If that's what you want to do, you do it. Um, like I said, they believe that the sun is a god and the moon is their goddess and that's what they worship. You have different levels. You have to train first before you can be like inducted into their coven. You have to be um, like seeking the whole, like seeker, I'm not really sure the whole terminology when it comes to Wiccan. You have to be um, someone who's just trying to learn the ropes and everything for like oh, a year and a day, I think it is, before you're actually allowed to get inducted into the coven. So, it's a lot of structural things to me. It reminds me of um, just going to a church, honestly. It really does because there's a lot of rules. It's very structured. It is more like a religion. I mean, there are people who gave up Christianity to become Wiccan. So, I mean, it, if it's your thing, it's your thing. It's not mine, but I'm not going to judge you if that's what you decide to do. So, there we go. Okay, a sea witch. Sea witches have a strong connection to water and the ocean. Um, a lot of their practice has to do with things related to water. Shale, oh, sorry, shells, sand, driftwood, things like that. Um, you don't have to live by an ocean or a river or whatever to be a sea witch there are many ways you can get the items you need and still practice you know if you are drawn to the water you're drawn to that that's your thing don't think just because you live in the middle of Nebraska that you can't be a sea witch it is just your thing and you just have to find the path that calls to you so I know I keep saying this over and over again but I see so many people who have joined the path and started their practice and they feel like they are kind of stuck because they've been doing it for a few years and it's not really what they want and they'll look at another you know type of witchcraft and be like oh you know that really draws to me but they feel like they're stuck there so don't want you to feel stuck I know I keep repeating that but please just keep an open mind through all of this it's really important because if you're not happy then why the hell are you doing it that's why Make sure whatever you're doing makes you happy. So, moving on. A kitchen witch, or some people call them a home or a hearth witch. And basically, most of the magic is done in the kitchen, but they use everyday items from the home. So, a lot of it has to do with, like, cooking or um, the different foods that they make. Essential oils, they use a lot of those. Herbs, brew different things. I mean, it's... It's pretty self-explanatory, in a way. Kitchen witch. A lot of things they do um, is just centered around the home. I like to call them a home witch because it's basically you can make anything into your craft. Your yoga mat, your um, pillow off your bed or something. I mean, everything has a purpose when it comes to a kitchen witch. It's really cool just to kind of have that little aspect. And I love herbs. Like, I do a lot of work with herbs myself and essential oils, so... Um, it's really cool for me to 
look at that aspect of it, but you could do so many things from stuff at home, and that doesn't make you a kitchen witch just by itself, so don't get confused on that. Um, Dianic witch. That is the most feminine of all the different practices. It's all women. Men are not allowed at all. Like, no men, nope, not happening. They are very feminists, so if that's your thing, hey, there you go. If you are one of the people who goes and protests and you're all about women power and all that stuff, that's freaking awesome. I think it's great. This may be your calling. This may be your path. They worship the goddess in all three phases of her life, the maiden, the mother, and the crone. Um, it's very centered around the goddess and women. I mean, it's very empowering. Actually, I've seen and met a few Dianic witches that are just so full of life and energy. I mean, their energy is just, wow, you feel it when you walk into a room with them. It's really cool. An elemental witch. Pretty simple. Um, they practice is all based and focused around the four elements, earth, air, wind, and fire. And as you go on your practice, you'll learn that a lot of the things you do those four elements are going to come in to play quite a bit in astrology and the focus of when you're, you're, you're casting your circle and you're having your um, altar setting. Some people, you know, prefer to have their altar in a specific area that coordinates to the element that they're most drawn to. And we'll talk about all of that in a future episode. I mean, there's just so many different things to get to. It's crazy, and you'll see how the four elements play a huge part in witchcraft as we go on. Now, the green witch is next. Um, some also call her a garden or forest witch. Highly connected to the earth. Really drawn to the earth. Um, when I think of a green witch, I think of the witches that are living in the tree... Oh, I'm sorry, the tree house in that movie, um, Without a Paddle, with Seth Green and Matthew Lillard, I think it is. Um, I don't know why I'm always drawn to that thing of that because I think forest witches, but the green witches mostly live, um, I'm sorry, mostly live in the treehouse, no, they're mostly connected to, or highly connected to the earth, um, they grow their own herbs a lot, maybe have gardens that they do, um, a lot of work with, they do a lot of work with plants, and they try to be very close to mother earth. You'll find that a lot of witches are drawn to that, um, I am very, very, very connected to nature. I walk barefoot outside at least twice a day. I make a point to make myself, you know, if I'm not naturally out there and walk barefoot. Um, I just feel grounded. I feel like I connect more to Mother Earth when I do that. It's a really cool feeling for me. It just kind of has that peacefulness and I know some people hate being barefoot. Some people can't stand to touch grass on their feet. Whatever. Just do your own thing. That's just my personal thing. Um, I love that grounding feeling. I love that I feel so connected to Mother Earth when I do walk out there barefoot. So it's just something I personally choose to do. Not your thing. Don't do it. Okay. So finally I'm going to wrap it up with an eclectic witch. Which is what I am. So there is no set regimen. Um, no set rules religion practice when it comes to being eclectic basically I pull whatever I feel drawn to or whatever I want 
from each of the different practices. And like I said, the ones we've talked about are not all of them. There are hundreds. But Eclectic kind of gives you the option to do your own thing. If you are a free spirit or you are just kind of like this and like that and your mind likes to go and all these things, maybe that's the best path for you. I'm not telling you to do it just because that's what I do. That's just my thing. And each one is completely unique. We're not all alike. Not all electric witches do the same things and follow the same path. We're all different and unique. And that's what makes it so freaking awesome. Because you don't have someone telling you, this is how you do it. That's how you do it. This is the way you're supposed to be. This is what you're supposed to believe. And yada, yada, yada. Now, if you feel that you have to have that structure... Maybe being eclectic's not for you. Or, maybe you pull the structure from one part of something, like, you know, the Wiccan or whatever. And that's a great part about being an eclectic witch. You get to pick out whatever in the hell you want that fits your path, that fits your draw, that just fits you and your personality. So, to me, that's just awesome because you have that freedom to be whatever kind of witch you want to be. Um... A lot of you are going to start off as an eclectic witch without even realizing it until you find the path that you truly want to go down. And that's cool too because then you're going to get to experience all the different types of witchcraft and you're going to learn a lot. Like I said, I started off thinking that I was going to be a Wiccan. I bought all kinds of books, spent a lot of money on um, books and things that I didn't need. But I thought I did because I thought that's what I wanted to be. I thought that needed to be my path. And I really didn't realize how many different types of witches and witchcraft practices there were out there when I started my witchcraft path. So I was a bit overwhelmed, actually. Um, I just thought it was all Wicca and Wiccan. I really just, okay, hey, you're a witch, you're Wiccan. That was my general belief when I started my path. So when I started to learn more and realized that there were so many different types... It was really awesome for me and an eye-opener because I got to do what I felt drawn to. And I do work with a lot of herbs. I do use a lot of essential oils. I do a lot of cooking. I do have a strong pull to the ocean and water. Um, I do feel empowered as a woman to do this, but I'm not where I won't let men be around it or be into it or anything like that. I'm really drawn to fire. I don't know why, but fire has always pulled me in. So, um, you can see what I'm getting at here. All of the different types that we've talked about today, I'm drawn to. So, that's why being eclectic works best for me. You have to find the path that is right for you. And nobody can tell you what that right path is except for yourself. So, it's going to take some soul searching. It's going to take some meditation. And it's going to take some just trying out stuff. Think of it as you're going to the mall and you've lost some weight and you have no idea what the hell size clothes you wear anymore. So you got to try some on. Well, that's the same with this. you got to try them out to see which one fits best. And just because it fits doesn't mean you're comfortable with it either. So make sure that you are happy. And if you're not, get the hell out of there and try something else. Um, there are so many different paths you can go on it's really insane honestly to look back and 
uh, to Google it. It's overwhelming, really. And like I said, these are just a few of the many, many paths that there are. Um, I really want you to find your path. Feel right with what's going on. Don't just rush into it and feel like you have to stick with it. I know I keep saying it over and over, but it's really important because nobody told me that. I thought that Wicca was what I chose and that's what I had to do and I was so bummed when I realized I had to wait like all this time and find a coven and I had to be, you know, in this specific category for a year and a day before I could advance to this next category and actually be full-blown or, you know, considered even a witch and it just was very frustrating for me. But that was me and maybe that's not you maybe you like that idea of having to grow towards it and work your way there that's just not me so I really just wish that I would have had a mentor I guess or someone telling me I could do what I wanted and it didn't have to be set in stone there's just so many different paths to choose from just make sure you're happy that's that's my big thing um Last week, we talked about some of the um, Facebook groups, and I think it's really important that you join a few, and like I said, don't, you don't have to be an active member and like, you know, comment on everything and post right away or whatever, but you can take the time to kind of look through um, some of the groups and get some general ideas of, hey, these are the kind of people I'm talking about or I'm dealing with or yada, yada, yada. Um, It just also gives you a more visual idea of the type of path that you're going down so and some of these are all mixed together like you know um solitary eclectic and kitchen which is one group and it's all all of that together another one is like electric eclectic which is all things spiritual wicked and pagan they just kind of grouped everything together but you're gonna find out that people talk about different things on there and then you're gonna kind of see yourself pulling one way or the other and kind of connecting with those people, maybe not necessarily the person, but their ideas and ideal things that they see and talk about and do. So it's just really important to to really educate yourself and research and live the role for a little bit to find the correct path because this is a lifestyle change. It's not something you just do on the weekends or you know, you do for fun, or it's not just the next passing craze, it is a lifestyle, and I'm not saying you gotta dress in all black and go dance naked in the moonlight, you know, at midnight or whatever, but you'll see yourself change as you go along, and not in a bad way, um, I used to really be a confrontational person, I thrived from drama, and I was big on being in everybody's business, I want to know everybody's shit. When I started this path, I realized that I don't really care as much anymore about other people's problems as far as not my problem problems. Now I'm more of the, like when I worry about the problems, I'm there to help them or to offer advice or to be like a a shoulder to cry on, a listening ear or whatever. Before I went on this path, I would be right there in the middle of the drama, starting the drama, you name it, but now I've just found this peacefulness, and it's because I went on this path that makes me happy, and I really feel like a totally changed person inside, it's just an amazing feeling, and you guys will get there, and you're gonna realize when you look back, wow, 
you're in such a different place mentally and it's really awesome just to to feel that peacefulness because you found happiness you've actually become the person you were supposed to be and it's just an overwhelmingly awesome feeling you'll get there don't rush it you will get there so um okay to go ahead and wrap up this episode there are so many different practices like we talked about and you really have to find what's best for you find your path your way and make sure you're happy and comfortable so in the next episode we're going to talk about the basic terms and phrases when it comes to witchcraft we're also going to talk about some of the tools um those go along with terms obviously but um we did touch base in the introduction episode about um your altars and i'm sorry and the uh the second episode we talked a little bit about your altars and things like that but we're going to talk about next week all the different terms the basic terms i'm sorry and terminology when it comes to witches and witchcraft and practicing and all those things to give you a general idea because i'm going to talk as the episodes progress i'm going to use terms and you may be like what the hell is she talking about i have no idea i only have to pause it go look it up to understand what i'm talking about so um I just kind of want to do a breakdown of terms and give you guys some general information as far as altars go. Um, more than what we talked about in the first one. Break it down of like specific things that um, will work best and will come in handy as you are finding your path. So there's, there's multiple paths, but there are general sets of things that you will use throughout your path. So... Um, I also want to talk about some books, too, to grab to get you for starter books. But you don't have to do it right away. I don't want everybody to feel rushed. Like, oh my gosh, she's talking about books I gotta buy. And, oh shit, you know, there's a pandemic going on. I am freaking broke. And this bitch is wanting me to buy books. No, that's not what I'm saying. I just, I keep specific ones next to my altar. Just because I refer to them a lot. And I want to share that info with you. I want to share what books that I have. So that you guys can have a more, um visual understanding I guess of uh, what I use and what I'm doing so that'll be the next episode after that I want to talk about divination I know it's way early on but I'm really excited I actually ordered some oracle cards because I don't do oracle in the past a whole lot so I actually went out and ordered some oracle cards just to learn about them so I can tell you guys a little bit more about them I am really big on tarot and runes I'm starting, but I really got excited about the Oracle cards, and I didn't want to sound like an idiot when I talked to you guys, so I wanted to buy some, so I know what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay, so next week, we will talk about terms, terminology, basic phrases, things like that. If there's anything that you guys want me to talk about, or any questions, or anything at all, you can reach me at thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. Feel free to send me any information, questions, suggestions, um, just anything that you want to talk about. We will talk about it. I hope everyone stays safe. If you're listening to this in present time, not in like, you know, 2022 or three or four or whatever. Uh, the pandemic has hit 100,000 deaths today in the U.S. and it's kind of, 
it kind of sucks really because you know they said that we peaked and that we were on the down slope but I don't think we are honestly I don't know what the hell's going on but it's a little scary so everyone just stay safe keep thinking about your future and blessed be sisters and brothers we will get through it peace out I'll talk to you next week bye